Secondly, the Madden ratings are out. We had a little discussion in our group chat on this. Sam Darnold with a higher Madden rating than Daniel Jones. Are we freaking kidding me? Yeah, I mean, dude, I don't know how much credence you put into to Madden ratings. I, I get it's a video game, but it's it's a pop culture thing now, and and, and it's huge, and like it, it just gets so much buzz. And and I think a lot of ways it, it becomes talking points for, for for radio and for for podcasts. But dude, Sam Darnold stinks. The idea that backup quarterbacks have a higher Madden rating than Daniel Jones, and look, Daniel Jones has had turnover issues and injuries and so many different offensive coordinators and got stuck with Jason Garrett, who took away two of his biggest strengths, throwing the ball deep and letting the guy run around a little bit. And here's my other thing about Daniel Jones. You figure the guy's like a 97 speed. So what the hell is the other ratings for him to average out to well, that's the thing. Him and Lamar Jackson are probably the most athletic quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, Kyler Murray, Lamar, you know that those are the guys. So athletic, athletic wise, uh, athleticism, he should be pretty highly rated. So he's got to just be god awful in every other category to be below. Dude, Sam Darnold cannot play. Is Sam Darnold? I mean, maybe as a backup, is Sky even in the league in a couple of years? Uh, when I when I saw Zach well, Wilson, I I went nuts. But Darnold, come on! At least if you're giving me Zach Wilson, you're giving me on potential, potential. Which, by the way, I'd argue you shouldn't when you're mad now and you can, you know, basically change the ratings every month uh, with the live feed. It ain't like when we were growing up playing Madden on Super Nintendo and uh, <laughs> you basically what you got was what you got. And when you talk about that, Louie, I would ask this. If the Giants hired Brian Dable and they went in, let's say Tyrod Taylor was just going to be the starter and that's where they wanted to go. And they made Daniel Jones available. And, uh, Baker Mayfield and the Browns have patched up and Carolina didn't like Darnold. And they said, we need somebody to put, we're going to trade for Daniel Jones. Who the hell do you think is winning that quarterback competition? Jones. Me too. Right. <laughs> Me too. I mean, right. what are we like, doing? I, I, it's, it's so. Oh, wait, it's not like Daniel Jones also, whether you thought the Giants should take him at six or not, whether you thought they should take him at six or not, he was still a projected first round pick one way or another. It's not as if he was drafted and the assumption was complete bum. He was expected to be a first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, the, what, what they're telling you, the people at Madden are telling you, is that Jones doesn't even have potential anymore. And and, and uh, good, listen, if you gave me Trevor Lawrence or Daniel Jones, obviously Trevor Lawrence, but I think Lawrence is like a 76, and that's all on potential because Trevor Lawrence, I mean, there were people last year debating whether this guy could play or not, and I still think he can. I mean, Another you're example of bad coaching can cost you as a young quarterback. No doubt. We've seen it before where you could totally wreck a kid. Now, like I said, we'll see if Jones can make progressions here with Dable. But, yeah, he is. he has not been, and the ownership has come out and said this, they haven't put the guy in the right spot. They have they, they broke him. They, they, they kind of ruined him in some ways or did wrong by him. I think that was the Maricot. But, yeah, I mean, listen, the it, it, it's just – it's jarring when there are backup quarterbacks – in the league with higher Madden ratings than, than Daniel Jones. And look, he could prove people wrong here. But it, when I saw that, I was like, that that's comical. I mean, it, it's just, it, it, he shouldn't be rate, like 73, 74, but Sam Darnold has no business who basically they, they, they wanted anybody, but him at quarterback should not be high, rated higher than Jones. And one thing that's always going to bother me about Jones and it's unfortunate, but whenever you have a Daniel Jones conversation, if you're like a real troll that hates Daniel Jones, you always come back with the gif or the video of him falling in Philadelphia, which, okay, I could laugh at. It's not, it's not the worst. Oh, this Daniel, you'll get this. Oh, this Daniel Jones that can't stay on his feet. Hey, doofus face. Go back. And you want to you kill Daniel Jones for a lot of things, the fumbles and everything. It's fine. Daniel Jones can run the heck out of the football. 
No doubt. He he had one clumsy moment. Like I've had conversations with people, and it's so obvious they don't watch Giants games. When I talk about Daniel Jones running, they're like, dude, come on, he fell down in Philadelphia. Like, that's one of, what, 200 runs he's had in his career where he takes off. It's why he's hurt all the time, too, because he doesn't stop running and taking shots. And, oh, by the way, for all the Giants' deficiencies at scoring touchdowns, that drive where he fell down was actually a drive that ended in a touchdown. So it didn't even cost the team. It's funny because now all of a sudden I feel like I'm, I'm starting to defend Jones and get on the Jones train here. But the no, but there things- is there is, a, well, there is room to defend Jones a little bit. Well, now it's it- getting out of hand. Well, here's what I would say. The two things he does best play to the modern NFL, which is throw the ball deep and run. Like, right. in theory, those are two qualities that should make you a quarterback. The thing about tripping, first of all, if Evan Ingram can catch the ball, the, the tripping thing gets forgotten about, except for the circles that want to be trolls. Right. And it was a great run, too. Yeah, he fell at the end. He didn't, he didn't complete it. It was like a great movie, and they kind of botched the ending, right? Like, right. it was so close to being one of the top plays. I mean, that would have been played on the Daniel Jones highlight reel for the rest of his career. Now, unfortunately, it's going to be a low light because he tripped at the end, and it was just – it sort of embodied uh, that season in a lot of ways, right. and that game for sure, and and it, and it added to another disaster against the Eagles. And in a lot of ways, if Daniel Jones never makes it as a quarterback – They'll replay that over and over again. But you're you're reaching on that one. Like, it's not like there have been, like, funny, stupid plays in the NFL that are deserving to be mocked. That's not one of them. The guy had a right. great run, and at the very end, he lost his balance, and he fell. It's, uh, I, I, that's, just, that's, that's just trying to rip the guy to rip the guy. Now, then, then, oh, you're totally right. So, on the Daniel Jones front, I can't – by the way, me and Lugie did the podcast, the last podcast, from my backyard bar. And we did a lot on uniforms and everything. And we often make make jokes as we you know, still are early in this endeavor on one giant step. All right, things to talk about. They're not playing the games yet. Training camp's still here. It's unbelievable how there just seemingly always will be stuff to pop up once practices start and odds get going. Here's the next nugget from Daniel Jones I wanted to get to. Right now, in Vegas... The betting favorite to land Jimmy Garoppolo is the Cleveland Browns at plus 225. Tied for second are the Seattle Seahawks and the New York Giants at plus 350. What are we doing? You're flushing money down the toilet. First of all, Jimmy G has a 24.2 cap hit. So unless the Niners eat all the salary to take him or they cut him and the Giants on to like the dirtiest cheap deal there is, they're not getting Jimmy Garoppolo. Also, this is a new GM. And a new head coach. And whoever they bring in, if it's Jimmy Garoppolo or next year, if they draft a quarterback, that is who they are tying themselves to as far as who they think they will be successful with. They get by with the Daniel Jones situation, not picking up his option this year, because if he ends up being awesome and Dable's fixed him, it looks great on the head coach and they can figure out a way to franchise him, short bridge deal, whatever it is. If he stinks then they, in theory, haven't lost the year on their track before they could be fired. They go figure out their quarterback next year. This team, just the same way they didn't draft Malik Willis when he fell in the second round, This they're not going to get in Jimmy Garoppolo. They can't afford him, nor do they want to tie themselves to him. And what is Jimmy Garoppolo going to do for this team? Like, like I both both of us are down on Jimmy G. I mean, he is a middle-of-the-road quarterback. I get well, he I, I like Super Jimmy Bowl, G. Champion. Sean. Is Jimmy G a game changer? He's so good. No, no, no. 
He's so good that a team that went to the championship game, went to a Super Bowl, is ready to win, doesn't want him at quarterback, and drafted another quarterback. Don't don't misinterpret. I think the 49ers are doing the same thing in many ways that the Giants will do and should do, and that is you like a quarterback. You see the things that he can be a very good quarterback, but he's just not a next-level quarterback, and you should always shoot for the next-level quarterback. You should want elite quarterback play, which is what they're shooting for Trey Lance, which in many ways I feel the same way about Jimmy G as I do Daniel Jones, which – I think he's much better than people think he is. Much better. But he's not an elite quarterback. So I think that that you're, if you're a franchise like the 49ers and you trade up for Trey Lance, you think he's going to be an elite quarterback. But that being said, Jimmy G, do I think he'd win football games with the Giants? Yeah, but he, I don't think Jimmy G elevates him to a level. And also, like you talked about, the two things that Daniel Jones does well in the modern NFL, right? Run the ball, throw the deep ball, and, and Jason Garrett didn't want to throw the deep ball. Right. Jimmy G, not really a great deep ball throw. throw. No, no, not at all. And, 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 and this is something where the Giants going to need to attack now in this offense. No doubt. And, and we've seen, to me, we have seen the peak of Jimmy Garoppolo. We know what he is as a quarterback. There is still an argument to be made that we have not seen a healthy Daniel Jones with weapons around him, with a guy that knows what he's doing calling plays. We have not seen that Daniel Jones yet. So the potential... I mean, the, the folks at Madden don't think there's any, but in reality, there is. And if we see it over the course of 17 games where he's healthy and he's got receivers around him that are healthy and the guy calling plays knows what he's doing and they play to his strengths, we'll see. But Jimmy Garoppolo, I, I hate throwing the word game manager because I think he's better, a little better than that, but he's just not going to excite the fan base to me. And also, too, this is just not a situation the Giants need to get involved with. And I understand Vegas has intel and they know and all this stuff. Cleveland for sure because it's 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 the Sean yeah. Watson insurance. Sean Watson only counts on one mil of the cap this year, which is really important. Correct. It's just to me, I I don't get it. I think uh, Mike Tannenbaum came out last week and was saying that the Giants should go get Jimmy G. I just I don't see it from any angle, and I don't. And it's not a move that's going to excite the fan base. I I know they're down on Jones, but Jimmy G is not a quarterback that's going to well, step in here and get you all excited because he's just he's a solid average quarterback. And I'd also push on this. If the Giants had any inkling or belief they would get Jimmy G, first and foremost, Jimmy G being available, in theory, he was just given, you know, rights to find a team to match with, right? Hmm. We all knew Jimmy G was available this offseason last April when they drafted Trey Lance third overall, okay? So when the Giants go and get Tyrod Taylor to start the offseason, they don't get Tyrod Taylor if they think that they're going to be in the mix for Jimmy G at any point or want to be in the mix for Jimmy G at any point. Because why wouldn't you just wait it out then? Right, exactly. And, and that's the other thing, too. You have a Tyrod Taylor. So, I mean, I'm not saying Tyrod Taylor is anything special. I'm but. not either, but he's not Mike Glennon. He's nope. not even Cole McCoy. Tyrod Taylor is one of the higher-level backup quarterbacks in the NFL that could start a bunch of games. So if you're going to go for a Jimmy G, you don't sign a Tyrod Taylor. No, and again, when you start rostering your team with Jimmy G's and Tyrod Taylor's, you get into a situation like Carolina where you just have a bunch of quarterbacks right. that are middle Kenny of the Bridgewater, road. right. Correct. And and where is that? Where Where's the future? To me, it still is a sink or swim situation with Jones where he's healthy all year, he shows you flashes, you bring him back, now you go forward with Dable, or he falls flat on his face, maybe gets hurt, t- Taylor steps in, and you draft a quarterback. To me, those are the only two options. A, a yeah. Jimmy G is just should not even be in the Dude, stratosphere. You're of so options. right. You're so right. I know Jimmy G is a little different because he's been to a Super Bowl now, a couple of NFC Championship games. But you're so right about that. Like when everybody's reaching for, well, how about this guy quarterback? How about this guy for quarterback? And you talked about we brought up Bridgewater, Tyrod Taylor is a guy we have now. Jimmy G, 
the perfect example of a guy like this, when you're in no man's land, that quarterback is the worst place to be and you sell yourself on excitement. I'll give you the perfect name on this. A recently retired guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's Ryan Fitzpatrick went to what? A million different teams and, you know, had spurts where he played well. People fell in love with the beard and those fan bases gravitated towards it. You know what all those fan bases Ryan Fitzpatrick never got to experience? A playoff game. He never made the playoffs in his entire career. Never played in a playoff. All those games started. All the, you know, whatever. Ryan Fitzpatrick, those kind of quarterbacks, Teddy Bridgewater, they get you just enough excitement, but there's no payoff. You still don't make the playoffs, and then you're not at the top of the draft for the elite quarterbacks anyway. And, and a lot of those teams he went to were, were, were franchises that were quarterback starved. And, I, dude, I get it, and we were spoiled here. And in right. a lot of ways, it's sickening that Eli didn't get the credit he deserved. But we were spoiled that we had a guy that went out there and won multiple Super Bowls, played every game. We didn't experience what some of the Jets, Bills, some of these franchises, Washington, that have tried so hard to find their quarterback. So when they see a guy like Fitzpatrick, where they're like, he's got some moxie swagger. We're going to win. A, we're going to win. We're going to be confident. He's going to have great games that he's great. I can understand where they get a little excited for that. But, like, that's just not where the Giants can be as a franchise. And they have gotten to that point now where they have been bad. At least it's been one quarterback right. they haven't been trying. I know he's been hurt and they've had the McCoys and the Glennons, but I'm talking about his guys you've invested in. But you can't get into a situation, bro, where you now start having a quarterback carousel with your teams because they are just going to be an NFL purgatory with that. And that does no good. And I understand more teams get, but you don't want to be battling for the last playoff spot and be a middling team with, with journeyman quarterbacks. That's not where you, it's better than what they've been, but that's not the standards that you want for your franchise. It's certainly not the Giants' standard in their, in their history. So we've done enough depressing Daniel Jones talk here on One Giant Step, Episode 9. Again, download and subscribe wherever podcasts are available. I mean, that's Spotify, that's iTunes, it's the Odyssey app. 